You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. start the recording and uh, call this episode 11 of the Boss Hog of Liberty. And uh, we were just discussing, myself and Dakota, we're having a little pre-chat here, and uh, apparently he, uh, he, ha- he's has, he has company-issued underwear for his, for his job. He's not a dancer, he's a lineman, or uh, no. Uh, a substation. A substation uh, engineer technician of sorts. And uh, he has company-issued underwear in case something goes terribly wrong, and, and that way you don't burn your... <laughs> right, so... Literally burn your dick off. How it goes, like, what I was explaining to Jeremiah is that we... If if you are wearing an article of clothing, say, like, your undershirt or your underwear, in this instance, if it is not 100% all-natural fibers, then instead of just burning, it will fuse to your skin, and everything has to be removed. So, obviously... The underwear is of high importance, right? When we're talking about so, removal. So the the show today is myself, Dakota, as always, Boss Hog right. Liberty, and uh, and my girlfriend, the lovely Sarah Potter. And Dakota starts telling this story, and I have to I have to stop him immediately. And I said, <laughs> I don't know where the story is going, Sarah, but at some point, Dakota may be showing us his new silk underwear, right? And I guess so, that's where we'll pick this up for the podcast. Yeah that that's ended that's what ended up happening is I got. 100% all-natural silk for the summertime. Not I thought it that be... you showed us his underwear. What ended up happening was his new underwear that he got. Yes. It does It does not have the little wiener hole in the front of there's the no, underwear. There's no easy access flap. There is no easy access flap. I Once again, I Unlike think you're the, the only ones. person that uses that. The cotton ones have a nice little button that's super easy. You can just one-hand it. Boop. Done. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I've never done a poll. Maybe this is going to be the first Wear Libertarians poll. We'll have J- Dakota on his Twitter. Uh, Dakota, is, we're going to assign that as a task. He's going to okay. ask, gentlemen, guys only answer this, do you use the flap on your underwear? And, and, and we'll put that up uh, See, this tonight. is all new information for a, me. I just thought that everybody used it. Yeah, when I was like seven, I might have used it. But Whenever that, I but was seven, a, I definitely didn't use it. <laughs> I just pull the front of my pants down. Well, and then I've regressed because that's what I do now. <laughs> I I don't know. See, huh. I very was informed of this whenever I was a teenager because one of my friends went swimming at another friend's house, and so oh, she no. didn't have. She went swimming in her own underwear, I guess, and then she got underwear from somebody else that was clean. Obviously, we're gonna make an executive decision real quick. We do need to unplug that. I maker. told you we needed to. It sounds like an airplane is taking off in my ears. But oh, anyways, an so she had borrowed a pair of underwear from a friend who happened to be a male. And she goes, um, what's the little slot in the front for? And obviously he was like, well, that's it's for decorative. If, you, if you need to pee, you can just pull it out and go. And she's like, oh, okay. And so I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Because I had a couple pairs of like PJ pants that were men's PJ pants, but they were for whoever, you know. And I was like, there's a little button and it opens. Great. Okay. Not really sure what that's for. 
but I was glad she asked the question so I didn't have to. There you go. I'm. It, it is actually totally shocking to me that that somebody you, wouldn't. Yeah, somebody wouldn't. Well, maybe maybe I'm, just I'm never maybe I'm the minority, but yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But we also came up to the discussion that Jeremiah doesn't have to pee outside whenever he has to pee at work. Right. No, you I have mean, access I mean, to restrooms. I have restrooms, and if I did go outside, it would be I would be the strange one that's peeing in a city of sixty thousand people, <laughs> surrounded by a factory. So I'd go out to the parking lot and whip it out, and I would be like peeing on the fence line in the behind the alley. Of the liquor right. store, which people do that, but it's not on purpose. Normally, they're you know yes, and usually there's repercussions buy. to that action. Yeah, I've always wondered what would happen if I one day I'm out in a substation and I open up a bend door on the bucket truck and start to pee like normal, and a cop drove by. Would he say something like, "Is that public urination?" or is that like, "Listen, man, I don't know." There's so many sanitary questions about what you do, though. I mean, what if you accidentally flick a little bit up on the door, like on the I, I like on the uh, on the bin door, eh. on the bin door, or a, a speaker cover or something? No, I mean it's not like it's the. I don't, I don't open the door to the cab, and I always carry my Bath and Body Works hand sanitizer with me. <laughs> well, that's what fine. scent do you use? Uh, I don't know. It's one of the. It's my anti-urine scent. No, Audrey is buys the them all for ones? me. It's one of the men's ones. What color They're, is it? It's a blue one. It smells really good. The black one was the worst smell I've smelled in my entire life in my classroom because there were four boys who used it all at the same time. And I was just like, did somebody find Axe around here? Cause I was about to say, that's like, like the new Axe body like, spray. <laughs> I learned so much. <clears throat> all right. Well, <clears throat> off of uh, off of that pre-discussion that we had, we're, we're already five minutes into the show and we haven't even started, Dakota. Well, look at that. We got some feedback from uh, from our syndicator, dear leader. He's he's yeah. been listening. He's been checking in on us, and uh, you apparently have been given your first warning. It was like being sent to the principal's office. You've been uh, you've been chastised. You've been told you have to do better. I have to do better, or uh, I don't know what he's going to do. Otherwise, Jesse Riddle is going to take my place, and I don't think that that is for the good of humanity. It's probably not. Good for I, I mean, I took his place in Henry County, and it's already. One fold better. We can't be backsliders here. So, the critique from Dear Leader, uh, it, you were told that you don't talk fast enough, which I think is probably more of a I'm uh, I'm from Eastern Indiana thing than a Hey, I'm dumb and you know I'm not this big city. Fast I never talker. realized that I talked slow. Well, I like <clears throat> it whenever people talk a little bit slower on podcasts because I like to listen to them at one and a half speed. So if they're talking normal, like in a normal conversation, then sometimes when that one and a half speed goes, it's just like... How do you listen to me speak at my normal rate of speed, which is faster, and then Dakota at his at his quarter pace? You're welcome, Sarah. It's not Sarah. a quarter pace. <laughs> his backwoods, <laughs> his backwoods quarter pace. <laughs> and then the other part was it was actually even more offensive. You, you don't, said I was low energy. You don't project. Yeah. You, do you even know where your diaphragm is? Yeah, well, I mean, I know, like, basic anatomy, so I know where the diaphragm is. Right. <laughs> right. Of course. That's that uh, try, high, try high school education. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, you didn't, uh, you're, not, you're not projecting into the microphone, apparently. Yep. So I, have you... I got three things. I, I talk slow. I'm very low energy, and I do not speak from the diaphragm and project myself. And I said... 
I said, I don't even know how to speak from the diaphragm. That was my first reply. And he said, just listen to Jeremiah and learn how. I'm like, that do we, is... Do we need to assign you homework? I think so. I think he needs a voice coach. <clears throat> well, I, mean, I you know, I try I try to reach out to Dakota and talk to him. And at this mm-hmm. point, I have to do a weekly podcast to even get any FaceTime with a man. Uh, it's it's very difficult to get time with Dakota. It yeah. is. I'm, I'm a busy man. It's very busy. Especially in the summertime. Because everybody's running their damn air conditioners. Yeah. Shut and those things <laughs> off. <laughs> Dakota, Dakota's going to turn into Jimmy Carter, and he's going to mandate <laughs> temperatures of your houses. There's going to be a rule. Yeah. Uh, last, uh, once again, the Boss Hog Empire uh, goes far and wide, and Dakota had the mayor of Newcastle come to his place of work to, uh, to remind him that Dakota had the power off for half the city, and it needed to be turned on right away. I did. He said, Do you, he said the power's off. He said, I'm the mayor, and the power's off. And... My first, the first thought that popped into my mind, and I, it's probably a good thing I didn't say it. I just thought I've realized that that is why it is eight thirty in the evening, and I am at work <laughs> and not at home. He, I don't know if he thought that like we work second shifts or what was going on. Like if he just thought that I was maybe it's because I talk slow, and he thought I was dumb and didn't realize it. Maybe he thought you were just the guy that watches the gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, make sure the, to make sure the real people are doing their job. He was When a, he said, I'm the mayor, I, you, I really think you should have said, well, I'm Dakota, and I'm the chairman of the Libertarian <laughs> Party. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I should have. I <laughs> should have. That would have been my response. Missed opportunity. Yeah. I should, yeah, I should have said, yeah. oh, I'm Dakota Davis. I'll be running against you in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to debate, to debate Greg. <laughs> yeah. So that's the uh, that's what's going on in Dakota's world. Yeah. Sarah is uh, is done with teaching for the summer, I guess, right? You're you're off on summer break, so you got nothing going on. You're just uh, basically hanging out at your boyfriend's house, nope. lounging by the pool, nope. living the good life. Nope. That's definitely not what's happening. I work a second job during the summer to... Oh, I thought, te- off I thought teachers loans. had summers off. Well, when you get paid a <clears throat> amount of money a year, you can't really uh, not do something during the summer, especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to pay off those student loans yep. faster. The, uh, so you come into uh, things with less debt. The two ladies that mow my yard are teachers as well. <laughs> Interesting. You don't mow your own damn yard? No. How much do these teachers charge you to mow their yard? They pay me... I pay them $20. Per cutting? Per week? Right, per cutting, which is basically per week. Once a week. So you spend $80 a month. Yeah. My parents have, spend 100 To have your, hair, your, your grass hairs cut. <laughs> to have my grass hairs cut. And then you spend another $40 a month to have your, your own hairs cut. Your head hairs cut. I haven't been to get my hair cut in three weeks. Take your hat off for me. Look at this. It's embarrassing. It's There's almost no as long fade. as your beard. There's yeah. no fade. There's no fade. It's all one length. <laughs> it's just sad. It is. Someone's been busy. It's just sad. You're wearing a different I had hat. To get what a, hat are I had you to get a new hat because of it. It's not your convention of the states. It's a no. a Hook'em Horns Texas thing. It's I don't know what you got going on. It's metal. It's a rock on shirt. Yeah. So metal. Very, 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 very I got, progressive. I got two new hats and the other one is waiting to be debuted at Jeremiah's birthday bash. Oh, I've seen <laughs> this one. I it's a golfing hat. It is so, a golfing yes. hat, yeah. Yes. I'm excited. Well, don't be. 
Don't I also got <laughs> I got Jeremiah a birthday present too. Yep, we're planning my no, my, no, uh, you don't know about this. My, one. This one's a surprise. Uh, another one. Ooh. Yeah, it's we're, an we're, actual birthday present. We're I planning it was my just a banner. We're planning my thirty fourth birthday. It's a historic one. Gosh, you're old. It means I'm halfway <laughs> to sixty five, which means I guess halfway to retirement. I don't know. Not halfway, not quite. You haven't been working since you were one. Uh, well, I mean, thirty five times two. That's half, half, halfway through my life. It's close, 34, 35. I mean, halfway through your working career, you're supposed to retire between 65 and 70. Man, that has to be really depressing knowing that you're halfway through your life. Halfway through my life? Well, it could be it could be tomorrow, Dakota, or it could be, I don't know, 70 more years. I, yeah, but more than likely it's not. But more than once you're 70, the odds have more, greatly more, increased. More than likely <laughs> I'm probably not halfway through yet. Especially if you live this long. As long as I can stay off the heroin, I think I'll probably be okay. <laughs> you do live in Newcastle. That's true. They they force feed it to you if you're north of yeah. if you're if you're north of Q Avenue. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that means you between, Dakota. Between Q and A, it's uh, I, I will say that I think that I'm the only person on my street that <laughs> pays to have my yard mode. <laughs> <laughs> You would have a, a postage stamp yard. You have to. It's not big. Right, but see, what happened was my lawnmower broke. I have two. Do you want to borrow one? No. Because Hell, I'll I, do yours for $18. I'm helping out local school teachers. Oh, this is... They are poor old ladies. Yeah, I... How do you know they're old? I'm assuming... They're really not old. They're, they're probably like... in their at least 50s. No, they're really not. No? No, they're probably Jeremiah's age. Oh, my God. Did so I they're to, still paying off their loans. Did I go to loans. school with these girls? These ladies? These women? I don't know. I don't remember their names. Do you pay them cash? Uh, yes. Do you know you're supposed to tip your uh, your grass cutter as well? I don't think that's true. I think you are. Especially if it's once a week. I mean, it's kind of the same. Actually, I don't think they're coming this week because we've been in a little bit of a dry spell. Yeah, my grass isn't cut right now because it's uh, it's dry. And uh, all my neighbors have their grass cut real low. Gary, the former mayor and slash embalmer and undertaker in town, uh, wonderful. He, uh, he he cut his grass too low and it's burning. Yeah, so I feel pretty good about mine. It's going. There's right. a little bit of clover showing, but my, I feel my good neighbor about it. does that every year. He's uh, a baby boomer, mm-hmm. uh, retired from Dana Corp in, Ri- in Richmond, probably Richmond, Indiana. No, here in Newcastle. Dana was in Newcastle as well. Yeah, it used to be. Well, it was, and then it was Grady. Oh, Grady Foundry, yes, right. And uh, he mows he mows his yard like compulsively, uh, probably two to three times a week. He gets out mowing. Can it, you like, imagine how much money that would cost? Like even twenty dollars a cutting, two or three times a week. No, he does it himself. I know, but if he was charging, right? If he was charging, but he he literally goes out there and compulsively right now, right cuts now, his grass. Right now, even, one of our autistic listeners is yelling out the answer. Well, we could take 20 <laughs> times tw- 4, plus in July there were five weeks, and you're going to cut the grass from April to November. It was $742, Jeremiah. He, Sorry, I, I'm just helping them. They're going through a car wash right now. Anyway, yelling at the long, <laughs> long story short, he after he gets finished cutting his grass, he gets out his shop vac and sweeps it out of his lava rock landscaping. Yes. That is intense. Lava rock landscaping, though. That's not bad. When you have the time, you can do all of that stuff. That's the problem is I'm, I am so much the outcast, like the outcast in the street of being the person that is, still, is, still has a, a day job. <laughs> I live alone, and I have these house parties. and ba- I, I, I'm doing really well to be just have the beer bottles picked up and have the pool operating. 
by the way, my pool right now looks terrible. It, it really does. It's gone. It's taken a turn. Uh, we, Thank you, Aaron. Sarah, yeah, yeah. I, I I thought I had it under control, and then Aaron Ewert came to visit me, and he took his monthly bath in there, and uh, <laughs> and it turned green. It was uh, it was almost as bad as the time James Neese got in my pool. So yeah, no, I we I put the summer cover on it, the the solar cover, and then like a fool, I went away for four days, and the pool went from about seventy four degrees to about eighty six degrees. And nice. uh, it got a little stagnant because I didn't have the pump running 24-7 for that maneuver. And, At least it's uh, warm. It's warm. And it's swimmable. It's fine. But it looks like the Rio de Janeiro Olympics where they were <laughs> swimming in the green. So we're, we're, uh, efforts are underway to get that corrected. So, yeah, you and taught then, me how to use the chemical kit today. That's right. I worked, uh, we worked through it today. Uh, and then I, I did, I, I think, I don't know if we've talked about it on this podcast or not. Sarah, you might be able to help me or Dakota. Have we talked about my truck? I was about to say, like, you you have one friend come over and he ruins your pool. Yep. You have another friend that you let borrow your truck. Yeah, I and was... And he ruins it. My boy, Brett. I was bittenered about a month ago. Like, <laughs> uh, Brett was getting a new couch and a, and a grill, and I, I let him borrow my truck, and I went to the Speedway to watch qualifying for the Indy 500. And uh, <laughs> I got these texts from Brett saying, hey, we need to talk. I'm like, dude, I just saw you. We don't need to talk. It's all right. He's like, I want to call you. And he's like, I don't, I'm, there's literally an IndyCar running, engine running in the background. I'm standing 10 feet from it. And I was, you know, he, then he finally sends me the text and he had an accident. He's taking care of it. It's, it's going to be okay. But uh, he had a flat tire and there was some damage. So uh, the folks over at Riley and Sons uh, Auto Care are taking care of me. And I dropped my truck off yesterday. So within a week, I should have a, a pristine 15 year old rusted truck back, uh, back we have, working again. We have listed so many companies in this podcast and in other podcasts previous episodes that I, I feel like we're an episode of bob and tom where like every 30 <laughs> seconds we have to stop and say my harry's razor yeah <laughs> what what are you drinking over there dakota you've got your uh your pbr Pabst blue ribbon yes and i've got uh, i've got my yingling black and tan and uh sarah has a what are you drinking there's an oberone but then i also have my san pellegrino She's she's, she's got two flavor. drinks going. She's got double her bells. fisting on the she's, podcast. She's got her bells and she's got and her I got uh, juice. Yeah. It's not bells. Well, it it's is made, made by bells. It's made by bells. It's not their two hearted, but, but it's, it's not the soapy one. It's the one that tastes good. So, oh, there you go. I don't like the soapy one, which is the two hearted one. That's Greg's beer. I know, and Greg. I gave it. I gave it a fair shot because I knew he loved it. So I was like, okay, well, he's probably got decent taste. I'll try it. See if I like it. Did not like it. So now you're, Tried qu- it again. you're testing his, you're questioning his taste. Greg doesn't right. have good taste. In beer, maybe. So speaking, in other things, possibly. I don't speaking know. Speaking about father's taste. Yes. I, we went camping and, uh, you know, we, we talked on, uh, you and a, Greg, uh, me and my father. <laughs> oh, your, your other your father. Your real dad. <laughs> we, you're not my real dad. <laughs> your biological dad. My biological father. Yes. We were camping, and as we talked about a couple of episodes ago, um, I'm super big on cigars. Yes. Uh, love them. Love to enjoy them. And so I had a, a brick house. Uh, it was a limited edition. Got number two in the year 2014 uh, by Cigars International. How official are any of these rankings? They're very official. And I bought it... Um, they were marked up quite a bit. It's a twenty dollars cigar. Long story short, 
You've and lost Sarah's interest. She walked away. She did walk away. She can't. She can't be hearing about this. It's because I'm low energy, isn't it, Sarah? Is it because my voice is slow or I'm low energy? Ah, I understand. Could, I think you could hear that. She was she took her shoes off and went in the kitchen barefoot, and uh, and now she's tending to making making food. She's but, making dessert that Dakota will refuse to eat. Yes, but I. So I'm like, hey, Dad, I got these cigars. Uh, you know, you should try one. He's like, oh, all right. So sitting around the campfire, enjoying beer, and he's like, he fires it up, takes a little torch, and and. He takes a few puffs, and I was like, what do you think? He goes, tastes like a Swisher Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Crushing. So how yes. much did you say you paid for that again? $20. $20. It was a $20 cigar. And, and you could have had two for 99 cents. I felt, I felt the sharp pain in my gut. <laughs> it was like how I imagine every, every parent feels. Whenever their child comes home, when their child comes home and says, "I want to go to Indiana University," <laughs> whenever their whenever their child there came home, there's nothing and, but and, pride in my home when that happened. <laughs> nothing but pride. Whenever they came home in 2016 and said that they supported Bernie Sanders, for uh-huh. <laughs> equally as shameful. One leads to the other. You go to university, and then and then, and you then you're Bernie. A, a Bernie. You become supporter. a Bernie bro. I mean, we have heard Sarah talk an awful lot about student debt. But what? I am responsible for my own student debt, and I don't want somebody else to pay for it. Could have been free. Could have been free. Could have well, been free. You know what? I'm paying for my education with. Did the help you really of my go to UC Berkeley? No. <laughs> I, speaking about she went that, to UC Jer- Bloomington. Jeremiah did tell a young lady who was at the last wall pool party. He, she's a friend of mine and a friend of Audrey's, a really good friend of Audrey's. We invited her here for the first time. I knew that she was a huge Bernie supporter, which should come as no shock. She's a 20-something in college. And Jeremiah says, I'm Jeremiah Morrill, and I'm the boss hog of Liberty. Have you ever listened to my podcast? And she says, no, obviously. <laughs> and I don't know. We have huge <laughs> listener ratings. I don't know who these people are. So I just that's, that's not, no, nothing special for her. I ask everybody that right, now. Right. Audrey and might share the podcast with her friends. We don't know. She could, but... He says, oh, we're just two guys here in Newcastle, and we're huge Bernie supporters, you know. Free college <laughs> for everybody, Medicare for all. And she's like, she just looks at him and goes, I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. She likes me, but she likes me for the wrong reasons. I right. Made a, I made a friend, but yeah. And if Well, I'm, you had given me the primer. You told me ahead of time, so I, I right, had that right. ready. And if I'm not mistaken... Chris Spangle ended up going up to her later in the evening and saying, so, Dakota tells me you're a socialist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Well, I know how to make an impression on the ladies. That's the, uh, there's a note here. Dakota, Dakota cryptically had his show notes for us today. He's, he's trying to do his part as Greg and he, you know, Greg will give us nine or 10 pages of show notes. Dakota did put three different line items in there and he wanted to talk (laughs) about his pickup lines for in texting. And, I, uh, and the, the way I heard that you and Audrey had worked it out or got together was you put gum in her hair. So I don't I know did, how I you did, te- gum did you text hair. an apology? How did this go down? What? Well, I didn't really want to talk about pickup lines. Like every guy has their own, you know, stereotypical thing that they'll go through whenever they're talking to a woman. They're interested in her, and they're trying to put the moves on her. Apparently, I was not very good at it. 
because I, you know, as I said, we I put gum in Audrey's hair my senior year of high school. <laughs> I was pre- I was pretending that's like a, I was going to while she had her head turned. That's a classic seven year old's move, and you pulled it off <laughs> in the twelth grade. So I good did. job. It's just pulled like it it's just like the wiener flap. Classic seven year old <laughs> move. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we know how far Dakota's advanced in life. So I'm, can't wait to I'm be in your wedding later this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretending to put gum in her hair to look cool and if it tells you anything about the maturity levels of me and my friends. What kind of gum was it? Was it like was it bubble gum or was it uh, something was it trident? Uh, I don't remember. What kind the of gum do you chew? Gum? Was it do you chew bubble gum or do you chew like, I, I always chew minty gum. Tape on the like a roll of like the, the rolled up <laughs> the rolled the tape. bubble yes, tape. The bubble yeah. tape, yes. Okay, for the point of this story, we'll say it was bubble tape because that's... Grape. Surely it was grape. Grape, because okay. it, it's probably stickier, so it'll make it yep. funnier. All right. So... We've, we've, we've negotiated the facts. Please continue. It slips out of my hand, and this glob of gum goes straight into her head, and she starts freaking out, right? And her friend starts freaking out. First thing her friend does is take some scissors and cut a chunk out of her hair. That is how we first started talking, because I apologized for it. And then summer rolls around, and I'm texting her all through the summer while I'm at work. I'm thinking I'm putting the moves on her, and I'm like, "This is this couldn't be more clear. This is going great." Person. And then the next school year starts up. So I mean, we're talking like an eight month period, right? And it's just been stagnant in this area. But I still think that things are going surprisingly well and then you meet her boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) i asked her out on a date and she was totally taken aback had no idea where it was coming from you were just friends yeah is that what she said yeah yeah that is exactly what she said girls are oblivious to what guys do and i think guys are oblivious to what girls do unless they really hit them hard and that was the first time in my life i ever felt that knife in the gut feeling that i was talking about that bernie sanders (laughs) knife in the gut (laughs) It crushing, crushing, but it ended up working out. So did she tell you no? She, yeah, she did tell me no. She <laughs> totally rejected me because you tried to take her to the Elks Club. <laughs> Not at that time. Not at that time. What well, What did you offer? Where did you Where did you ask her to go? I just asked her. She wanted, World. Did you still want to go to Weenie World? No, not not <laughs> Weenie World. Did you bring quarters so then she could ride on all the little rides? No, it was Frosty Boy in Nightstown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were you going to get her Frosty Boy pizza, or were you going to get ice cream? I was going to get pizza and ice cream. Oh. See, that's where I took Sarah for our first date, which is coming up on a one-year uh, marking Not of the calendar. Frosty Boy. No, a pizza place. A pizza place. The oh. Giordano's up on the north side. Ooh. Very, very. It was like a Chicago trip, but we didn't have to leave the town. That's a, that's a step up from Frosty Boy. And let me tell you, Giordano's for a first date is a little intimidating. Because you're like, okay, we're going to be there? I am the most intimidating person to go out on. We're going to be day. there. Because we're going to... I can imagine. You're going to be you're there one of the, most for the, in- the entire time you have to wait on the pizza and make Which conversation like for about an hour. Which is like minutes to an hour. Yeah. And then the second date, it was, uh, well, it's 4th of July, so we're going to go watch the fireworks. By the way, my parents are coming. So nice. Poor Sarah. Yeah, poor Sarah. I, I can hey, only I imagine how intimidating that first date with Jeremiah would be because it's very intimidating whenever he continually texts you and asks you to come hang out with him. And you met the dude one time, and that time he thought that you were a homosexual. You thought that I thought that. I was simply noticing that you you do a better job with your landscaping. Turns out you farm it out to women that work for you in the summertime. And you just had a buddy over. Yeah. 
yeah. We were repairing my fence, which Jeremiah will be helping me do in the next couple of weeks. Is it the same weekend that uh, he has a buddy coming over to help him do something here? Oh, uh, off yeah. topic, we got canceled on on that one. Ah, he's canceled on us. He's he's found something else to do that weekend. He's he's making money with somebody else. So he was supposed to do my foundation too. Well, he will. It's just that that it's weekend. It's just whenever he's, he's not going to be booked up some making money. Work. This yes. is disappointing. Unfortunately, for his job, what they do for his particular area of work, so we don't need to get into. We don't need to get into it. Okay. Don't need so to wait, get into it. do. I'm confused here. Do his internet and cable providers they don't accept beer as, as payment on no, his bills? No, they want real money. Huh. Real Interesting. Money. That real would, money. I I understand that. Yeah. I mean, if you gave this individual beer, this individual could probably trade that beer for money and then go pay the Duke Electric Company so that they could pay you and the economy could circulate around and around and around. Around a single case of beer. All around. The the can of PBR that made the world go around. <laughs> we could we could use anything for this currency. It could be it could be paper money or it could be PBR cans. As long as everybody traded in it and valued it, it would work. Dakota's not paying attention anymore. He's looking at the dog. <laughs> he was rolling Sarah, around on the floor making funny faces. Sarah's fallen into the trap as well, and I'm here I am all alone broadcasting. It's a lot projecting. better than him farting like last time. Well, give him time. <laughs> give him he time. He got steak tonight though. Ooh. The fatty pieces, but still. Yeah. Steak two nights in a row. I've had steak two nights in a row over here. Mm. I think I'm gone? out of food. I need to look in there. For, I, I think I need to pull I something else out of the freezer. I honestly think he is out of food. I, have uh, you gone full-blown no keto diet? I or? have not. Are you going to be wrecking my truck next? <laughs> 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 oh, well, I'll tell you what. I, it's been a weird, like, two days because I haven't had my truck. And I didn't think it would bother me, but I'm like, I could take my boat out tonight. It's just the thought of I could take my boat out. I didn't have time. I wasn't going to do it, but I can't tow the boat with the company car. Right. And I don't have my boat. I didn't have it last night when I was like, oh, I could go back to the lake and go to the – and I couldn't do it. So where would you take your boat? Is it in the It's garage? in the garage. Oh, okay. But I can't tow it to the lake okay. because my truck is in the garage. Because it the, got the shop bit-nerd. Because I was bit-nerd. <laughs> so, yeah. It's kind of sad. So, yeah, the, the story what on me, your... my texting story, yeah. is I play hard to get. I'm very busy, and Sarah had to had to harass me, basically. I, it's forced friendship. She she was in my DMs. And wow. then, this is true. And then I said, yeah, let's go. We'll go out to dinner. And so, then uh, it was, and then she had no choice, because then I was just scheduling stuff, and then she's on the calendar, and so that's the way it went down. Pretty much... Hmm. That is exactly how I imagined it would have went down with your mind. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just, uh, yeah. That's it's just hey, a business. Let me, he's let like, me talk to you for a while. <laughs> he's like, okay, Sarah, on my calendar tonight, we have us going to get pizza. Yep. And then I have after a lot that, of, I will be taking you home. It I have will be a lot approximately of time for this. Nine ten. Yep. And then I will be getting home at a decent hour so I can go to sleep and get up for and work go to the work. Next morning. That is the way my life works, Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunately exactly the way my life works. It's okay. I like being on a schedule. I uh, and that's why these the libertarian parties or whatever the parties and things that we do, I schedule them six weeks in advance so that they're on the calendar. Once something's on the calendar, it's it's, it's pretty well in stone. But if it's not on the calendar yet, then you know there's no guarantees. So I think right now we're probably scheduling things in August. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. There. Yeah, but I've got we, you plugged in are. for uh, for for Labor Day right now, I believe. So you're you're going down on Labor we're, Day. We're planning on it. Nice. Unless something changes. All right. We are, that's our intention. 
it's probably a good thing. I have a friend coming up from Alabama mm-hmm. on Fourth of July. See? So, yeah. well, and he has other commitments on the Fourth of we July. We gotta go to the fireworks here. on Fourth of July up here. He's uh, got a special yeah. spot, so we can't give that a up. Special spot? You didn't invite me. President of the park. You board. have to do stuff. <laughs> if you wanna go to Fourth of July, you you're can gonna go be on. at the lake. I don't. I don't schedule things on a calendar like that. I live my life on a whim. The Fourth of July happens every year, man. <laughs> it happens every year. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. It's a four day weekend for me, though. Yeah, Saturday, it's Sunday, a four day weekend for Monday, me, too. Tuesday. I will be doing the, the way that I got my radio announcer voice is through horse shows. And I will be on the public address, I believe, as long as my brother hasn't fired me in the last 10 minutes. I am going to be on the public address on Saturday, July 1st, at uh, the Henry County Saddle Club doing the uh, speed show. Saying uh, horse things, <laughs> uh, get time on that ride, or you know whatever whatever it is. You say the name of the individual, the so, rider. You give them a working order. Whenever you whenever you are announcing horse uh, shows, is it a horse show or it's a is horse it a show. race? It's a show. There's no, it's it, a show. You might do a barrel race, uh, like a, a flag race or a barrel race okay. or a keyhole. But uh, the entire production is called a show. So when you when you announce these shows. Slash a barrel race, is your is your announcing voice? Is it kind of like a uh, like a golf announcer, or Real is it? Tone? No, it's or big, is it more like football? It, it's more big in production, so it's like uh, working now. Class number one, pony barrels. Pony barrels is next on deck. Class two, horse barrels, and in the hole, class number three will be keyhole horse senior exhibitors. Your working order for class number one, horse, whatever the hell it was, pony barrels. <laughs> Entry number one, two, three, Dakota Davis, writing, I don't give a damn. <laughs> On deck will be that sounds, Sarah Potter. Uh, that sounds quite a bit like golf. Yeah. You know what our like third or fourth date was? What? Mm, county man. Fair. A county Fair, yeah. Yeah. And I got That's to go when I assigned Sarah the title. I will be introducing you as my girlfriend. Do you accept? Yes, I do. Okay, great. Well, that's settled. That was it the never, that's It didn't become Facebook official until like September, though. Yeah, I saw yeah, that the other I re- day. I remember I seeing like, oh, it whenever shoot. it became Facebook official. That was like three months after. <laughs> I told Audrey, I was like, you know Jeremiah? Yeah. He got a girlfriend. What? Jeremiah has a girlfriend? What? Yeah. Because, uh, see, I always had it in my head off of my first few impressions of you that you, like, really enjoyed just doing your own thing. Right. He does. So. Oh, yeah, I'm fiercely independent even still. Right, that's why it came as such a shock. I was like, Man, uh, it just seemed odd. Like you seemed, you're just such an independent person. He still that is. That I couldn't see you being with another person at constant moments. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. We're still adjusting. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been veterans in this whole relationship thing, like you and Audrey. So no, it's not an arranged child uh, child marriage, right? Uh, like what you're going through. It's much, uh, much, much later for me. She's, you know, Sarah's still an infant, but you know, early twenties, mid, but, mid. <laughs> well, mid twenties. I was mid-20s. told she was twenty-two, officer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh, that's the texting story. Hmm. Sarah was in my direct messages. That's the way that went down. Only on the uh, council of Chris Spangle. Mm-hmm. He said, "Hey, you should ask him about Rex Bell." And I said, "Okay." Speaking of Rex Bell, I have something that you need to give to him. Don't let me forget. Okay. And I can't speak about it on the podcast because he might listen. Duly noted. All right. I will hold on to it. So, uh, Dakota, 
you wanted to talk about Donald Trump's approval rating. Yeah, his approval rating. Donald Trump is still the president as of the moment we're recording this podcast on Tuesday, June 13th, approximately 8 o'clock p.m. Right. I don't know if he will be tomorrow. Things did not go well today <laughs> in this Jeff Sessions testimony. No. And see, that's what I was I was reading today. Only 35% of Americans actually approve of Donald Trump, which is incredibly low numbers. Sure. For a president of well, the United States. Considering how much he won, well, I mean, it was half and half, but with the electoral votes, how much he won by, you'd think he'd at least have. Well, see, that yeah, was 50%. my thing. There's also a massive number of people that never voted at all, but they're probably true, in your, true. your totals. Right. In your approval totals. See I, see, I saw this, and I thought, there's no way. That was my initial thought. He has to be higher than that. And the more I... So I started looking up different uh, news sources. Um, they were all pretty much the same. And I still am having a hard time believing that Donald Trump has approval ratings of roughly 35%. I don't know. I just see, I don't know if it's because I'm from... He's three times what Congress is. I think Congress is uh, 10% or so, historically. And see, I don't know if it's because I'm from Indiana, and everybody is rural, and in love with Donald Trump and Mike Pence right now, but it seems like every... slow talkers. Yeah. It seems like every single one of my Facebook friends... Every time that Donald Trump does something, even though they might have hated the idea, if a liberal came up with it, they're all about it now that Mr. Trump did it. And it's just, it just is blowing my mind with all of everything that's going on. And it's hilarious and kind of nerve-wracking at the same time. So I was on the uh, the We Are Libertarians episode last week that was released. It's the James Comey episode, I think is what they've got it titled as. I don't have the episode number in front of me. Um, but we had we, – we spent some time talking about Trump and his and not his approval rating, but his possibilities to get anything done. And the main point I came away with at that point was that it's – you know, his reelection, people are already starting to think about that. But he's only – you know, he's only a, a quarter of the way through uh, of one ter- – you know, one year basically – or halfway through a year, you know, a quarter right. of the way through the presidency that he would have. And I, I really think that this next session that they have coming up, the legislative session, the summer session, they have to get one of the big things done, whether it's health care or taxes or, or highway bill or something has to get done and, and, and through the process this cycle or else he's going to lose the new cycle completely and it's all going to be about this Russia deal and this investigation and right. it's going to start to spiral because it's going to be midterms, then you lose – Historically, you're going to lose seats in the Congress anyway. Every every incumbent does. Obama did. Bush lost the House, uh, and I think Clinton Clinton obviously lost it in '94. So, it just seems to me like I feel like the biggest reason that the Democrats lost this election is because they are so out there with everything that the media portrays with modern day leftists. You know they. The young millennials like me have completely polarized on this far left end of the spectrum. And I feel like that is what the media focuses on because they're trying to be more progressive and politically correct. And I think that that has polarized a lot of um, people that might be independent but had slightly lefter leanings right. and would therefore vote Democrat in most elections. And I think that that's a big reason why they lost. And it seems like uh, 
things just keep getting farther and farther out there the more that we watch it, which is why I thought maybe Donald Trump's approval ratings would actually be higher than 50%, which is, I mean, it would totally make sense in my mind with the way that the political climate is right now. But it just, that's why it blew me away that... 35 percent hannah diane morrill is trying to call me in the middle of my podcast your sister my sister does she listen Baby to sister. this podcast oh i doubt it huh. i doubt it we're gonna text her and let her know that she's interrupting it's very sad <laughs> this is on the schedule tonight hannah yeah exactly this is this is tuesday it's scheduled i was wondering how like if if it would bother you whenever we were trying to set a time up for this and see, I knew that I would probably be here between seven and seven thirty, but I wanted to see if it would bother you that I just said, "Well, the most I can do is say it probably won't be after eight. No, no, that doesn't bother me at all. That's fine. I, I that doesn't bother me. It was more important to me as uh, as I'm looking at my schedule, going. My dad's birthday is uh, is Thursday, so I've got it penciled in that I'm probably going to end up being down there. So your backup wow. plan of going to Thursday was a non-starter. So then at that point, my negotiation goes to, well, find whatever way we can make Tuesday work so that we don't have to reschedule. And Sarah's here. Yeah. So, yeah. That, so my logic was, no, if Dakota says 9 o'clock or 9.30, we're going to suck it up and make it work. Yeah, I, I only said Thursday because I, I don't have to work on Friday. Really? I've worked, I have worked too many hours the first three days of this pay period. So if I kind of need to take Friday off, it kind of balances the scales for me. Right. So I get a free day, paid day off, though. That works out. We'll take it. Sarah yeah. doesn't give a damn, though. She just walked away. No, she's, she's she keeps walking away. This is very rude and it's, disrespectful. Yeah, she's not even getting us more beers. I don't know what's she's going not. on. I'm okay. I'm just going to stick with the one tonight. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all I need. So your boy Trump, he uh, he seems to have picked a new North Korean ambassador. Right, yeah. Uh, I Do you know... <laughs> Do you remember Dennis Rodman as a basketball player, or is he just a guy that you've heard of at this point? He's just a guy that I've heard of. You never saw him play basketball or remember it? Um, No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't remember it, at least. So, yeah, he was was already well into his NBA career when I became aware of him. Uh, he, He won a championship or multiple championships in Detroit with the Pistons in the early 90s before you were born. And then before, also before you were born, he probably was a San Antonio Spur, and he had a uh, pizza endorsement. And this is where, literally where I learned about Dennis Rodman was he ate it. He was the first guy to eat a pizza backwards, the stuffed crust pizza. He was ah. different, and he ate, he ate the, the cheesy crust uh, pizza Nice in the commercial. And then he really became big. T- that was like when he was starting to get his tattoos. When he played for Detroit, he, he was a totally normal dude. Like, oh, wow. He was not weird at all. That is... He was just a great defensive player. That's hard to imagine. And then he went to San Antonio, kind of started to get that identity. And then he went to the Bulls and was like this freak of a person with the tattoos. <laughs> and and uh, now the tattoos aren't as big of a deal. But at the time, in the early, you know, at that point, you they were not as socially acceptable for somebody. Right, in the early 90s, like the only guy someone in the media a lot. And, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he, and was, he was cross-dressing and his hair was white or it was purple or it was... He had different colors of hair at yeah. different times, which nowadays nobody bats an eyelash at it. But back then it was a big deal, especially was, for a man. He was that. like 20 years before his time. Yeah. Now, now you would just say, yeah, whatever, he's a hipster, it doesn't matter. Um, and now he's the North... He's basically the North Korean ambassador. Yep. He, he, he flew to North Korea again today, lands, and they released a political prisoner, some young 20-some-year-old guy... 
that uh, I did a little reading on this today. Are you familiar with the story? Um, I think so. Uh, he he basically I, yeah. I think I remember seeing like something like a a now this or something corny right. video about it. Yeah, the fellow basically was was caught in a in a hotel trying to take down some sort of literature that they called propaganda. Yeah, and. They uh, they arrested him, made him do a press conference. He had a twenty minute trial, and they assigned him fifteen years of hard labor. Right. Yes. For trying to that's take the guy I remember. Yeah, for trying okay. to take down just a you know some BS thing. It would be less than a misdemeanor here, and over there it was fifteen years hard labor in a work camp. Here it would be, hey, stop, don't do that. Exactly. So, but the worm lands in North Korea, and uh, and they and they seem to have released the guy. That is incredible. Apparently, there's still three more political prisoners. I think there's they're all businessmen. Uh, so what there. what we're getting from this? Okay, this wild guy. Okay, he's covered in tattoos. Does he have weird hair right now? I haven't seen him in years, so I have no idea. And he was also on The Apprentice too. He was like a you know a reality reality dude who knows Trump, and you know. He had, okay. He had been in some some reality TV with our president. So what was so that? They have a relationship. What was that movie that came out um, that was about Kim Jong Un? Oh, the interview. Uh, the interview. Yeah, the yeah, interview. Which, Seth Rogen and James Are we uh, are we discovering that Kim Jong Un is actually like his character in the interview? Do you think he's just over there partying with the old Denny boy and? He's like, I think yeah. he likes to play basketball. He's I like, think, yeah, yeah, man, I'll let I'll let him out since you're cool. Dennis is like, sweet man. And then they get on the plane and fly back. And Trump's like, you did really good work. How's it, what's it like over there? And he's it, like, it's horrible. I'm gonna it's be honest. Horrible. If they can, if negotiations like this work and they can keep from having bombs, I don't care. Right. I'm yeah. Not, I would uh, much rather awesome. I would much rather work things out with diplomacy than to than to start another some war. basketball. Yeah, some basketball diplomacy. Some bad. Basketball. Uh, did you see the Olympics are going to? Speaking of basketball, there's going to be a new basketball event in the Olympics. What's this? No. Three on three, the Gus Macker, basically. Really? No, the Gus Macker. You're gonna have three on three Olympic basketball. Oh, we need to sign our boy. Uh, what's his name? Michael. Yeah, Vladi. <laughs> Vladi. We need to sign him up. I, I want he one of our listeners to to figure out who those size forty sevens belong to. They're still out there by the pool. They're still out there. I have not touched them. Yeah, they've, I think they're Vlad's. I I feel like they might be. Sarah thought maybe they're lenses, but I didn't ask. See, so? he's always wears boat shoes though. That's the only thing is yeah. that I know he has Sperry's, but he also has ginormous feet. So, hmm. I tried to steal his look at the last pool party, and then he totally went the opposite direction. It's 90 degrees outside, and the man wears a long-sleeve Henley shirt. <laughs> Into the pool. Into the pool. <laughs> my sister texted me. I, I said I'm podcasting, and she said, I just went to my last class of college, and I have a final at home next week. That better make your podcast. Well, it made the podcast, Hannah, but you need to actually listen to the podcast to answer yeah. and say, hey, yeah, I heard it. So, uh, Hannah, Diane, if you hear that, I want you to comment on the pod on the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. Speaking page. of commenting on the bo- the Boss Hog of Liberty Facebook page, I, as one of the admins of the page, put out a a post saying, "Hey, we're having a a new podcast tonight. Can anybody guess what the topics are? And if you do guess, then you get a free admit uh, one free ticket into the very exclusive Jeremiah Moral Birthday Bash. Oh, so you're you're giving darn. out your plus one to my exclusive birthday to a yeah, listener? Yeah, if if they can guess. I it, mean, it is Audrey is Audrey not coming? 
how many plus how many plus ones do you need though you're gonna sneak her you're gonna put her over the fence like she's she's a mexican breaking into the country yeah yeah that that's what i plan on doing and no one commented on it. I didn't even get a single like. You know what would be a you great... You have two you have, likes on there right now. You need to share it from your yes. own. Why didn't I get any notifications? That's a good question. What, the, the way you should make your entrance into the next party, back your truck up to the front of the house. Climb on the roof. Go over the top of the peak. Go over the back of the roof and jump into the pool. And make that your would entrance. be awesome. Nobody knows you're here. You just come barreling down the roof and jump in. And you're in. I won't do that at the Jeremiah Moral Birthday Bash because it's a very exclusive and classy event. Plus, you will have spent time uh, hanging hanging my "It is your birthday" banner. Yeah, uh, that would be hang good. That from the roof. I yeah, I really should. I think it needs to be somewhere lit, but maybe on the fence or with with the new the new with decorative the new lighting. lighting by the pool. Yeah, we can do that for everybody that doesn't know what we're talking about. If you are a fan of The Office, then uh, Jim was having a, a birthday celebration. For it was Kelly. Jim. Oh, yeah. it, was yeah. Kelly. it was Kelly's birthday. It was Kelly's Kelly. birthday. Dwight and Jim had taken over the party planning committee. Right, They were right. part of the That's PPC. And I don't know. Did the, did the women mutiny as they should have? Yes. Is that right. what happened? Yes. And they were ticked the, off at them. Dwight was in charge of the birthday banner, <laughs> so he prints out a, a banner, and it just says in like Times New Roman font, it says, it is your birthday, period. period. And... Uh, so Jeremiah finds this banner on Amazon and uh, sends it into our exclusive group chat and says, someone needs to get this for me. So me, I, I bought it, being the person that I am. Very impulsive. Very impulsive. <laughs> and it came in the mail. And it is. I was expecting like this paper, cheap banner. And I was like, well, you know, I'm, whatever. It'll be a funny story to tell. Like, even though I'm paying $24 for this, it, right. it'll be a good story. And, no, this thing comes, and it is like a professional vinyl, something that you would see hanging up in a school for their sectional regional wind or something. It's like a lifetime banner. Right, and it's got, like, so the brass holes for, for nails. Grommets. 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 Yes. And it, I was like, this is so worth the $24 I paid for it. <laughs> so satisfying so let's talk about birthdays my birthday is is it it's it's actually really fun because it's the summertime and you can have a pool party or you have people getting together it's been around family vacations and get together so my birthday being in mid-july is always pretty good time sarah your birthday probably is pretty good because it's a summertime birthday no it sucks because as a teacher if they know when your birthday is, they usually try to get you a little something. Mm-hmm. Well, mine's like at the very beginning of the school year before they've even asked or even care. And so it's like, oh. I would quit teaching over that alone. It was my birthday. I would give up. <laughs> I would See, give up. My birthday is January 1st. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is yeah. Your birthday is like, the. it's like my dad's birthday is next week. It's always the same weekend as Father's Day. So he kind of gets hosed. Oh, uh, yeah. You. I get hosed the same exact way with Christmas. Yeah. Christmas happens and they're like, oh, damn it. It's Dakota's birthday again this mm-hmm. week. I for my entire life it has been this is for Christmas and a birthday. But then it would be the like gift cards or something. Right. Because it, for some reason Christmas is in my family is just basically a giant gift card exchange. Mm-hmm. And I would look over and my it's like ten dollars more than what my sister's one is. Happy so birthday, you know, Dakota. So birthday hers was comes 10 bucks. around and she gets like a hundred bucks. Yeah, she gets With her stuff. the same like gift card as what she got at Christmas time. It's like <laughs> remind us of your family makeup. 
you have one sister. I have one sister. Yes. She's younger than me. Just graduated high school. And you have no brothers. No brothers. That except I know for Tanner. Of. Yeah. <laughs> except uh, for Tanner. Except for Tanner. <laughs> so yeah, my sister is 11 years younger than me. And she grew up in a completely different household than I did. Right. Completely yeah. different. And she's the only girl. So she did very well when it came to gifts and things. I can imagine. She, she grew up in a world where she thought it was acceptable to be like, I need a MacBook for my birthday. All of my brothers that have jobs and my mom and dad that have jobs, I, you can all pull together and buy, and me, buy a, me a MacBook. Buy me a used $900 MacBook. Right. And, you know, Dakota gets a $10 gift card. Yeah, I got a, uh, speaking of that, it, that's actually kind of funny you brought it up, a MacBook, because whenever I graduated high school, it had, um, with all, like, all my cousins are older. My dad is one of the youngest in his family of all of his siblings. Um, my grandparents would always get them, get us laptops. And it, it wasn't like anything fancy. It was just like you're going off to college, so you need a computer of your own. Well, we'd get like a $300, $400 laptop. An Acer or something. Yeah. Right. And actually, yeah, I did get an Acer. That, and, yeah. An um, Acer, an HP, something something very Right. Important. I mean, I still have it, and it still works. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's, it's whatever. I go over to my mom and dad's on Sunday. I've never been to your house, so I don't know what your laptop is. That was just a lucky guess. I'm not the I'm not <laughs> no, the creeper you're making creepy. me out to be. But, but that's what they I would have. My... It, anyway, it, it's an Acer. It's a cheap laptop. Right. It's almost, I go to one my... step above a Chromebook. Yeah. I went to my mom and dad's on Sunday. My sister just graduated high school, and she's sitting at the uh, dining room table with her brand-new MacBook Pro with the custom, uh, like, pearl collaring on it it's like i don't know if you've seen it but it's like glitter this glitter overlay that even goes over the apple symbol and everything okay and i was like like a case no it's not a case it's like it it comes that way from the factory you custom order that way and i was like holy crap where did you get that and she's like oh grandma bought it for me i was like (laughs) what i go oh my god I was like, did you say thank you? <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, I'm not rude. <laughs> I'm not rude. Yeah. It's just funny you were talking about your younger sister getting things like that. I totally relate, and my sister's only four years younger than me. Yeah, like I said, my growing up, my brother and I, it's like we grew up in 1940s Indiana. We grew up on a farm <laughs> with no cable TV, and you know, we had AM radio, and that was about it. Right. And then she grew up in the 21st century with, with you know, everything. Not bitter. It's cool. It's fine. I got it. Right. Sorry. Right. We didn't know any better. I live comfortably. We had, we had goats and we, and we could start fires in the yards. We were fine. Bicycles and, you know. That's everything a boy needs. We we're fine. We we're lucky we didn't burn down the house. We also shot each other with BB guns and you know, yeah, all of those things. Of course. Lots of, uh, there was a lot of destruction. Some of it still continues to come out. It trickles out over time. Yeah. So... That's the way it goes. Well, do we have anything else that we have to cover, or are we ready for final thoughts already? This feels like this is breezed by tonight. It does. I, I'm i good. You got nothing? I covered everything I wanted to. Nothing to promote. I don't know. I'm just asking. You're looking at me like I should have something I don't know. to promote. I mean, hell, I don't know. It's fine. Sarah, you got anything? You got to plug a Morgan County meeting or something? Well, of course. Because you have been attracting some people. I saw you had county chairmen from all over we the state of Indiana, your last one. three county chairmen from all the six-letter M counties. We had Marion Monroe and Morgan represented at our place. Hmm. Um, we have a great time at Ralph and Avis on the second Thursday of every month. 
and we usually get there around six, six thirty, seven, depending on when we all roll in. Um, but we have the piano guy who's there every Thursday. And so it's not that we put it on, but Ralph and Ava's, which is a restaurant in Mooresville, they have this guy come every Thursday and he puts on a show. So last month it was super exciting. The month before it was just us. It's very Todd, lame. It's the just piano us. Guy. But this past month they had one table that was all football coaches from our town and they were all getting having a good time. They were having a good time. So obviously no high schoolers were there, but they were having a good time. And then we also had a group of probably like four different couples that I think were celebrating somebody's birthday or something, but they were having a really good time. So it was very entertaining. We sang, or I sing along with the Lion King song, the the Lion Sleeps Tonight, that one. Uh And so that was a fun thing. And then they had all kinds of different music that night instead of kind of just him warming up on his piano like it was the month prior. (laughs) So yes, second Thursday of the month, I believe this one, this next one would be... How is that? How is that not a friend song to you? How is that not a friend's song? It's both, but Lion King, Lion King first was though. more impactful on my life. So I don't even know what you're referencing. Really? I mean, I it know Friends the TV show. It was when they were sealing show, envelopes, right? right? Oh, man. It was Ross singing it. He had a monkey. Ross had a pup monkey. Yeah. I never got into What was friends. the song that they no, that's were That's because singing. you're seven years old, Dakota. Mine was How I Met Your Mother. That's the, You know that song from that? It's Friends Light. <laughs> Yeah. Or you remember how I met No, her. like How I Met Your Mother was my generation's friends. Yeah, man. So yeah, Once June... again, I grew up in 1940s Indiana where we had Channel 4, uh, channel four for Pacers games, <laughs> Channel 6 for uh, for ABC, 8 for CBS, <laughs> and 13 for for NBC. So we had to watch Frasier, Wings, and uh, Mad About You, and uh, Friends, and Seinfeld. So Morgan County, Tuesday. June 19th. June 19th, 6 p.m. 6 p.m., yes, is until whenever, whenever. Until we get done. So usually we have a quick little business meeting, and then we hang out. So it's a good time. So I enjoy it. In my world, as the boss hog of Liberty, I have the uh, the official responsibility as, as uh, park board president. Eh? And we have a meeting on Monday, June 19th. Maybe yours is Tuesday, June 20th. Oh, wait, Perhaps. I'm looking at the wrong date. Uh-oh. That's my bad. Uh-oh. Monday, June 19th, I have a uh, the Memorial Park Board. The Henry County Council and Henry County Commissioners are hearing from the HOPE Committee uh, dealing with the future of the park uh, in which I am a board member for. So we have a big, big, hopefully, celebration coming up. So folks around Newcastle, support, uh, come on out, support that, check it out. Hope and have everybody come together and... Uh, and announce some uh, some visioning for the park going forward. A lot of people have put some hard work into it, and I think we're gonna have some good things. I am a terrible secretary. It's the mm-hmm. second Thursday, not Tuesday. Right. So we're gonna say it's probably like the twenty third. Um, we already had it this month. Right. Yep. So then it'll be like so the next one. Oh, Fourth of July is gonna get July. In the way. No, it mm-hmm. won't get in the way. July thirteenth mm-hmm. is the second Thursday of July. July the thirteenth. You mean Tuesday? No, Thursday. 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 She means Thursday. I meant Thursday. <laughs> she means Thursday. Okay. I didn't get a good enough. You figure out something to plug in, Dakota? You got anything? 
How do, Wait, how, now are we doing final thoughts? Here? That was final thoughts, yeah. Oh, that was final that thoughts? That was final thoughts, yes. You were just asking me if I had something to promote. Right, that's that's what final <laughs> thoughts are for. Okay. It's only our 11th broadcast. You're going to get it eventually. Once you Maybe learn, one day. Once you learn I'm to still promote learning. and how to, how, to, how to project through your diaphragm. Yeah, once I learned that... Uh, I was I tried to be a little bit higher energy this time. We'll see what Dear Leader has to say about that. Do we need to start recording these very early in the morning? No, I'm not a morning person at all. What kind of person are you? Because you seem to be pretty tired at the end of the day too. I'm lunch. Just, do we need lunch broadcasts? I have a very taxing career. I'm tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I thought this was what the one thing that brought joy to your life. Generally, I'm I'm more of a second shifter. Right. I worked second shift at the hospital, um, and I was in my element. When you were Doogie Hauser, the doctor? I was not a doctor. No, I was drilling holes in the concrete walls during uh, the night. And <laughs> <laughs> it was I was in my element working practicing, second shift. It practicing was, for the day you'd be a prison escapee. Right. It was amazing. I felt great working second shift. I loved it. And now I cannot get out of bed for anything. I had to buy a special alarm clock called the Sonic Boom. And <laughs> it is 120 decibels. And it has a vibration disc that goes underneath your mattress. And I it bet, has... I bet Audrey Joe loves that. It has LEDs that also flash. It goes off like a strobe light. And it goes... Wah, 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 and then the bed is going... Vroom, vroom. And sometimes it still has trouble waking me up. That is awful, man. I'm Audrey swears that I am within an inch of death whenever <laughs> I am in the sleep. Do you have sleep apnea or anything like that? No, I no. I literally I I lay down and, and you're out. I'm out. I don't move at all. My breathing becomes shallow. <laughs> and and death slowly scary. creeps in. <laughs> And I will not wake up. Audrey yeah. said that one time I actually laughed at her in my sleep one time. And then she got on top of me and grabbed my shoulders and <laughs> shook, shook you, me. Shook you back to and life. I was like, who's laughing now? Like messing with me, like trying to joke around with me because she thought I was awake. And I have no recollection of any of that. She was yelling and shaking my shoulders. Maybe you had too many jello shots the night before. No, like... I, <laughs> That's just how I sleep. Yeah, well, that's understandable. But anyway, you can add me on Facebook like a couple of you have done already. I try to approve all of them, but you never know if it's like the NSA that's trying to watch you. So if, if you're a very attractive woman and you're and do not make your profile picture you in a bikini because I'll just automatically know like this is the government. It's not real. And so if, if, like, you're an actual listener out there, just change your profile picture and send me a new friend request because I deleted <laughs> you. And uh, you can add me on, follow me on Twitter. It's at a Tokad Savad. It's Dakota Davis spelled backwards, and there's no spaces, but Savad is capitalized. And you're going to put up the Twitter poll tonight. I am going to put up a Twitter poll tonight. So Fly or no fly? Right, fly or no fly. That is the question. Do you use the wiener flap? All right. Do you know... <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Oh, we're good. I'm Did done you with my yourself? final thoughts. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Well, Dakota got his final thoughts in last because he was not paying attention when we asked for them earlier. But that's fine. It's all right. We'll, we're going to get there eventually. Uh, we're going to assign you some, some homework. 
I'm going to have you do some horse calls. You're going to practice uh, announcing placings, calling for classes. All right. Working next is entry number 321, 321 on deck. 321. On deck, 321. Sarah Potter on <laughs> You are too Bo- quiet. Ho- Bodie McBoatface. Yes. Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. Now you're just trying to sound super deep. Not I was trying project. to sound like Jeremiah. I know. How can I help you? How can I help you, Dakota? <laughs> what do you need from me? I I don't even know at this point. Did you sell your car yet, by the way? We got we have nope. the punch list here. Nope. Did you sell your car? No car, but... the price yet? I mean, I haven't even posted it again on Facebook. I haven't posted it on Craigslist. Craigslist or anything. And I've been driving it around. Uh, it's just Do whatever. Do you have a sign in your window yet? Yeah, I mean, I have a sign. There's one lady that called me and she said she wanted to look at it, but she was going on vacation. And I, she went on that vacation, apparently, and she must have bought another she car. She must have died. She could have died. Yeah. She wasn't elderly woman. Yeah. Aww. She probably wants those WeatherTech floor mats and the and the LED lights you added. You made it a super sport. She wants a super sport Chevy. I never put any lights in it. Jerry. You did. No, I didn't. You I, did. I put lights in the truck and the doors. You put lights oh, in the doors. Oh yeah, those are magnet like, lights. Those are like $3 lights that I bought off the Wish app. Pimped out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so Dakota's got a a a, a car for sale and a dog that's not dead yet. Nope. More at 11. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. It's uh, it's an honor that you stuck with us this long. We uh, we look forward to many, many more episodes. If you uh, if you like what you hear, five stars on the uh, on the 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 iTunes store. Uh, obviously, you can subscribe, like, and subscribe. We're on Spotify. We are on the TuneIn app. Uh, we're in the iTunes store. We're in your podcast podcast uh, app. Whatever it is, SoundCloud. I listen on Dog Catcher because I'm a unique Android listener. Um, so, whichever way you choose, we Nerd appreciate alert. it. Nerd alert. Screech. Screech. <laughs> That's the end of this one. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com.